12 years, you didn't even know you had a son. But then one day, I ran away from military school to look for you. And I'll never forget the words you said when your eyes met mine. You're my what? Mr. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you. Hi. I'm your son. To join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Will you, Edward, take this woman as your lawful and wedded wife? I will. And will you, Kate, take this man as your lawful and wedded husband? I will. With this ring, I thee wed. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Together We're Gonna Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. Well, today I'm jumping way ahead into season five for a special episode. Since today is Mother's Day, I'm going to be covering season five, episode 17, Mother's Day, which aired on February 25th, 1987. In this episode, When Rick decides to cook an elaborate Mother's Day dinner for his mother, Kate fears that her place in Rick's life is secondary and that she won't ever compare to his real mother. Aw, that's sad. This episode's got a 7.1 out of 10 rating. We do have Marie, the housekeeper. And we, of course, have Evelyn, who is now Evelyn Stratton Whitting? Okay, she must have got married in that time between season four, the way we weren't, and season five, Mother's Day. This episode was directed by Phil Squires, 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 S-Q-U-Y-R-E-S. <laughs> Writers, David W. Duclan, the creator, Ron Levitt, Michael G. Moy. This was written by Rochelle Friedman. Okay, because it is a Mother's Day episode, it's about the ladies It's good to get a female perspective in here. Also, of course, Ben Starr, Martin Cohen, and Howard Leeds. Alright. Of course, there's never any trivia with these episodes on IMDb. So, alright. Now I'm going to let you know where you can find the podcast. On social media and also where you can listen to the podcast. Alright. Now I'm going to tell you where you can find the podcast on social media. On Facebook at Together We're Going to Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast, or just type in Silver Spoons podcast and the podcast page will pop right up. Also on Instagram at Silver Spoons podcast. Also, the best places that you can listen to the podcast will be iTunes and SoundCloud and Podbean. And you're going to search for the Punky Power Podcast because that's where you're going to find all four seasons of Silver Spoons. 
is going to be up there, along with all four seasons of Punky Brewster that I've covered as well. If you're enjoying the podcast, if you'd like to support it, you can go to iTunes, to the Punky Power Podcast, and leave a review. Also, subscribe so you don't miss an episode. So in June, I'll be wrapping up Season 4 of Silver Spoons. And then in July, we will start with the final season, Season 5 of Silver Spoons. And that will carry through to December. While that is going on, I am going to be doing an episode of Different Strokes once a month until the fall. And then I'll start doing two episodes a month. Alright, now that you're all caught up, let's get into the episode. Alright, we come out of the intro. Edward looks like he's putting together a puzzle of the Mona Lisa. And Marie, the housekeeper, comes in. He's like, hey, can I get some, uh, a refill? And she's like, you want fresh coffee? He's like, yeah, fresh will be nice. She's like, well, I'd have to make it. And he's like, well, how about some stale coffee then? She's like, well, I'd have to make that too. And he's like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking of cutting down. It's like, what is he paying you for? Seriously. Just make another pot of coffee. I'm sure it doesn't take forever. And there aren't a lot of steps to it. I mean, I don't drink coffee, but come on now. I mean, you're being paid. Oh, so Edward is one of those type of people when it comes to putting together puzzles. Like, oh, if the piece doesn't fit, then I'll just smash it into into place until it does. Looks like Kate's been shopping because she comes in with a bunch of stuff. I don't know whether she's got clothes or groceries or both. Okay, I gotta say, Edward's hair is looking long and shaggy like season one, Edward. And I'm like, dude, cut your hair. Just give it a trim. It looks so much better in season three and four. What are you doing? So, Kate is really doing a lot for Rick here. She got stuff for his science project. She took his books back to the library, picked up his dry cleaning. And Edward, of course, was like, don't you think he could do that himself? And she's like, well, I don't mind. And he's like, well, I think that some people should do things themselves. And Kate just looks at him like, oh, by the way, I picked up your dry cleaning as well. You can thank me later. Looks like in season five, the mullet is gone, but they still got Rick Schroeder having at least three buttons on his shirt undone, because they need that that sex appeal with the teen girls. Oh my gosh, I think his voice is 100% changed. Remember how I made fun of it being all squeaky in season four? It's like, my, he sounds like a man now. I'm going to play this clip. Is there more coffee? You want fresh coffee? Fresh would be nice. I'd have to make it. Well, how about some stale coffee? I'd have to make that too. <laughs> Second thought, I'm trying to cut down. Good. I don't drink it myself. Makes me irritable. use a hammer here. Oh, honey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Got it. Oh, thank you. What's this stuff? Oh, 
That's for Rick's science project. Don't tell me he's going to grow fungus again. <laughs> I'm a little late because I had to pick up his dry cleaning and I took his books to the library. Well, couldn't he do that for himself? Well, of course, but I offered to help him. I think some things people should do for themselves. I picked up your dry cleaning, too. Mm -hmm. Well, that's different. <laughs> what was that for? When have you been into puzzles? Since Dex bet me that I didn't have the patience to put the Mona Lisa together. Oh, well, that's a good bet, Dad. Thanks. For Dexter. <laughs> anyway, I just spoke to Mom on the phone. Oh, how nice. And since she's in town for the weekend, I thought I would surprise her by cooking dinner for her. You cook? That is a surprise. <laughs> an even bigger surprise if she cooked. <laughs> Yeah, that's just it. You see, whenever Mom comes to town, she always takes me out to some fancy restaurant. So for once, I want to show her how much I appreciate it and cook dinner for her on Sunday, which happens to be... Mother's Day. Right. Aha. Well, that's very thoughtful of you, son, but uh, don't you think maybe you ought to run it by Kate? Oh, Dad, I am. See, I'm going to need a lot of help. <laughs> hey, Kate. Hi. Kate, would it be okay if I cook dinner tomorrow night? Is this for another school project? No, no, you see, tomorrow is Mother's Day, and I thought it would be nice if I cooked something real special. Oh, I think that would be very nice. Very nice indeed. Well, so it's okay? Well, of course. But are you sure you can handle it? Kate, come on, you have a million cookbooks here. <laughs> I can read. Besides, I can always call on you for help. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Hello, Evelyn. Hello. Oh, hi, Alfonso. Oh. Yeah, yeah, he's right here. Hey, Alfonso, how was your date last night? She was. She did. <laughs> you dog, where'd it go? <laughs> that, that Alfonso, you first date and, and he talked her into doing his homework for him. <laughs> Quick, start from the beginning again. All right, so we learn why Edward is doing this Mona Lisa puzzle. He's doing this because Dexter bet him that he couldn't finish. He couldn't put the Mona Lisa puzzle together. Of course, he finds the missing piece underneath the table that he's working on, and Rick comes down at the exact time when <laughs> Edward is under that table, and of course, spokes him, knocking the top of that table off and also the puzzle which doesn't seem to be too messed up like I mean I don't know whether it's a 1500 1200 1000 piece puzzle especially if they're little itty bitty pieces <laughs> if I'd been working on that for a while and someone caused me to uh, knock the thing to the floor and the pieces went all over I'd, I'd not be happy. <laughs> Rick mentions that he wants to make dinner for his mom because she's coming in for the weekend and she always takes him out to dinner and he wanted to do something special for her because it's Mother's Day on Sunday, which it's Mother's Day today too. And he, Edward's like, well, okay, don't you think you want to run that by Kate? 
And Rick's like, oh, I don't think she'd mind. I mean, if I get stuck, she can always help me. And it's like, well, Kate's kind of like your mother, too. She's your stepmom. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. I mean, you know that Kate and Evelyn don't get along. You really think that Kate is going to want to help you put together a meal for your mom? <laughs> I wouldn't. So Rick goes into the kitchen, brings up the whole, I want to make a dinner for Sunday. And of course, Kate immediately thinks, you know, it's for her. Of course, he gets distracted by Alfonso's phone call. And we're probably all thinking, like, either Alfonso hit, got to second base or even third base. He probably got to second base on his date. Of course, with Kate with an earshot, Rick's like, oh, no, Alfonso finally managed to get a girl to do his homework for him. And then Kate leaves, and then Rick's like, okay, re- really fast, tell me, start from the beginning, tell me exactly what happened. My guess is the girl let him cop a feel. I, I don't think Alfonso got to third base. Also, I was noticing those cabinets in the kitchen don't really, the ones that got the little curtain liners on the inside of them. He act, he opened one and there were cookbooks there. I'm like, oh, there's a, there's a lot of cookbooks there. I wonder if Edward is going to break the news to Kate that or is it going to be one of those misunderstandings where she's like, yeah, I don't have a problem helping him make dinner. And Edward will probably say something like, oh, so you don't have a problem helping Rick make a Mother's Day dinner for Evelyn. And I'm sure she's like, eh, what now? <laughs> I didn't agree to that. Almost finished with that? I thought it'd be more challenging to start over from scratch. <laughs> Edward, I just had the nicest talk with Rick. Did he tell you about tomorrow? Yes, he sure did. I mean about him cooking dinner? Mm-hmm. Isn't it wonderful? Wonderful? Yes. You know, I always thought that Rick saw me as, as just your wife. But now I see he thinks of me as, as more than that. And I can't tell you how happy that makes me. Oh, I hate to hear you say that. <laughs> what? You need to be honest. It's for Evelyn. Yeah. What's for Evelyn? The dinner. This dinner that Rick is cooking? Yes. It's for Evelyn. Well, of course it's for Evelyn. I mean, she's his mother. I mean, what's a Mother's Day dinner without a mother? Even if it is Evelyn. (laughs) So, yeah. Of course, I figured she was going to be in that mindset. Because Rick never gave any indication... That the dinner was going to be for for Evelyn or for, And I'm sure uh, Kate just kind of assumed. You know, it, she knew what day, you know, Sunday was. That it's Mother's Day and everything. The fact that Rick wants to make dinner. And she kind of thought, you know, Rick always just saw Kate as Edward's, Edward's wife. And she's like, it just makes me so happy... To think that he thinks of me as so much more than just your wife. You know, like a a mother figure. And that's when Edward pops her her bubble and says, The dinner he's asking you to help make is actually for Evelyn. And she's like, oh. And you just see the, the hurt look on her face and a little embarrassed. 
See, oh, I mean, of course, of course he would make a dinner for her because, you know, she is his biological mother and... So Edward thinks that he should go and have a talk with Rick, like, oh, he should know better. It's, like, what? He should know that he should be thinking of his stepmom as well as his biological mother on Mother's Day? You know, asking her to cook a meal for his biological mother isn't right? And, of course, Kate's like, please, Edward, don't say anything to him. It was my mistake. He's like, all right, I won't say anything. I think that Rick needs Please, to... Please, promise me you won't say a word to Rick. Okay, I promise. Thank you. I mean, it was just a case of not thinking. I mean, it could happen to anyone. Honey, Rick should know better. I was talking about me. <laughs> Whose nose is this? I think it's Mona Lisa's. Well, tell her to keep it off my floor. <laughs> oh, Marie, uh, do you think you could be around tomorrow? Tomorrow? Yeah, we're expecting Rick's mother. And you want someone to referee? <laughs> Certainly not. Well, last time she was here, you two really went at it. <laughs> oh, Marie, you're exaggerating. Well, maybe we had a few words. <laughs> yeah, a couple of words I never heard before. <laughs> Well, anyway, she's coming for dinner, and, and I was hoping you would help us out. Be glad to, but I gotta be out of here by seven. I promised my mother I'd take her out to dinner. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, I'm taking her to her favorite spot, Chippendales. <laughs> Hi, Marie. Hi, Rick. Kate, which jacket do you think my mother would prefer? Well, which one did she send you from London? I believe it was this one. I'm lucky she didn't send you underwear. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. That's what I'm here for. <clears throat> Honey, you sure you're going to be all right? Oh, I'll be fine. I have no problem putting my personal feelings aside and dealing with your ex-wife in a reasonable, civilized manner. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> so, Rick, of, oh, actually, Kate was going to ask... Marie, if she could hang out on Mother's Day to kind of <laughs> be the referee. Well, she doesn't say be the referee, but Marie pretty much calls it like she sees it. Yeah. Like, that's what you want me to stay for. And she's like, I can stay until 7 because Marie's taking her mother out for Mother's Day. Rick comes down with two different suit jackets. One's gray, one's blue. The blue one is what he's wearing and he's asking Kate for advice. What do you think I should wear for my mom's arrival? And Kate asks, well, what's the one that she sent you from London? And he, like, opens his suit jacket and there's little British flags on the lining on the inside. It's like, oh, those are pretty cool. So here comes Evelyn. Oh, boy, this is going to be a fun, fun day. I'd say I'm pretty sure that Mother's Day is... um. Christine Belford's last appearance as Evelyn because this is episode 17 of season 5 and season 5 is the last season of the show. I'm kind of glad it it was the last season. I mean, can you imagine it going on one more season, like six seasons? I mean, out of, what are they going to get to 
Rick graduating high school and going off to college. I mean, they couldn't even give that to Kevin Arnold in the Wonder Years, and that had won six seasons. But that's another story for another time, so. All right. Man the battle stations, because Evelyn and Kate are in the same room together. Edward? Evelyn? (laughs) Katie. Kate. Yeah. I keep forgetting. No, you don't. It's easy. It rhymes with mate. (laughs) (laughs) It rhymes with mate. (laughs) Um, So, what are your plans for tonight? Oh, I'm taking Rick to the theater. I think he should be exposed to culture now and then, just as a change of pace. Evelyn, you know what your problem is. Hey, Mom! Richard! Oh. Well, I would love to hear about my problem, Edward, but the limo's waiting. Have a good time. Yes, have fun. We always do. Bye-bye. Bye. She's almost as tall as she is. I don't blame you for letting Evelyn upset you. I'm not upset, Edward. Really? I mean, it's perfectly understandable that Rick should make a fuss over his mother. I mean, I mean, after all, she takes him to wonderful, exotic, glamorous places. I'm just the one who tells him to clean his room, do his homework, and turn down mm-hmm. a stereo. Kate, I need to ask you a big favor. Oh, Rick, of course. What can I do for you? Okay, would you pick up this package for me? We're going to be out late, and besides, I don't want Mom to see it. Oh, well, what is it? Her Mother's Day present. Thanks, Kate. Oh, Of course, Evelyn always calls Kate Katie. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. And Kate's like, it's easy. It rhymes with mate. And she puts her arm through Edward's. <laughs> oh, boy. I'd be like, just go. Rick, there he is. Rick, take your mom and get her out of here, please, before Kate slams her into the door. (laughs) Uh, I I feel bad for Kate. I mean, I get it. Rick's a teenager. He's excited about seeing his mom. He only sees her, what, maybe a few times a year, a couple times a year? I don't know. And... He ends up coming back in like, oh, Kate, can you, uh, we're going to be out late. I guess uh, Evelyn's taking Rick to the theater because she wants to expose him to culture. He's 16, 17 years old at this point. Uh, He loves his mother, so of course he's just going to do this for her. But Rick wants Kate to pick up a package. It's his, uh, Evelyn's Mother's Day gift. And, of course, you just see the hurt on Kate's face. I mean, she's like, yeah, I mean, I don't understand why I'm so, you know, I I don't know. Is it really jealousy? I don't think it's jealousy. I mean, Evelyn is Rick's biological mother. And, you know, she takes him to all these fancy places whenever she rolls into the U.S. And Kate's like, I'm just the one that, like, does his laundry and... Tells him to clean his room and tells him to turn down the stereo. Now, as you guys know, I don't watch these episodes ahead of time. So here's my prediction. I think that Rick is going to... This is going to be a stretch, by the way. I think 
Rick is going to write a poem that includes Evelyn and Kate, but I could be 100% wrong. In fact, I'm sure I'm probably wrong. I'm sure he's remembered the whole time and he's just kind of putting it off like, oh, no, no, he's, he's pretending he's not like bringing her uh, Kate up and everything and saying happy Mother's Day. But I, I, I think, yeah, I think he secretly remembers. I know. And if you think about it, Edward and Kate have only been married for what? A year and a half? Two years tops at this point? I'm guessing at some point in season five, Rick is no longer living in the room that he uh, moved into when he went to live with Edward. He decides to, apparently they have like a guest house or a pool house. Yeah, it's a Ryan Atwood, the OC season one situation. No, why does, no, you want to know what it is. It's a Will Smith from Fresh Prince situation with a, oh, I have this pool house that I never use. Or a guest house. And it's like, hey, Dad, I want my privacy because I'm 17 years old. I'm going to go move into this pool house. (sighs) Just because he moves into the pool house doesn't exactly mean he gets to have girls coming in and going out at all hours of the day. At the end of the day, you're still on your father's property, and you're still living in a room that he pays for. Yeah. Alright, let's see how this is gonna go. I'm just... I feel... I just... I feel bad for Kate. All of these groceries for one dish? Kate, this is not a dish. It is a rack of lamb Grimaldi. Of course. Oh, by the way, I got the gift you wanted for your mom. Oh, great. And I went over to Lawson's and picked out the uh, peach-colored roses you wanted. Terrific. Your mom loves those? Yeah. So, what did you guys do last night? Kate, we had a fantastic time. You know, I think I found my favorite restaurant. Oh, I thought the restaurant we took you to for your birthday was your favorite. But this place didn't just have tacos. (laughs) Kate, it is really, really fancy. And then when we got back to Mom's hotel, guess what? Uh, Evelyn ordered champagne, cherries jubilee, crepe Suzettes from room service, and eight waiters brought them in on silver trays. No, it was only three waiters, and it was Peach Melba. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, I got a stain on my shirt, but I told Mom you could get it out. I said, Mom, if anybody knows anything about cleaning shirts, it's got to be Kate. Okay. Thank you, Rick. Uh, what kind of stain? Peach Melba? Uh, caviar. Of course, kids are always spilling their caviar. Uh, It'll have to be pre-soaked. Oh, thanks, Kate. Yeah, well, that's what I'm here for. Rick, you're bringing something. Okay, roast rack of lamb. First step, tenderize the lamb. I think you want to defrost it first. It's kind of frozen. No, you have to put it in the microwave to defrost. Wait. You're rubbing it. You're gonna hurt your hands, right? Oh, this is cornflakes. Is this a cornflakes? No. Oh my god, he's gonna break that mallet. Rick, what are you hitting that meat for? It's already dead. <laughs> Marie, I am tenderizing a rack of lamb. You want to wreck the rack, Rick? <laughs> Marie, I can handle this myself, thank you very no, much. No, you can't. Sure, you can handle the making a mess part just fine. 
But guess who's gonna have to handle the cleaning up part? Yeah. Marie, don't worry, because I'll clean up. No, you Do you won't. know how many times you've said that? <laughs> well, I assume... 37. <laughs> I keep track of all your promises. <laughs> Marie, I promise, this time will be different. 38! <laughs> 38. Oh, God. Rick is talking like such a pampered, spoiled, rich kid. Apparently, the restaurant that Kate never took him to for his birthday wasn't great enough because all they had were tacos. Oh, and it wasn't fancy. Like, dude, his mama spoils him. I guess after whatever event they went to... They, of course, went back to Evelyn's hotel, and there were waiters there that brought in some orange something or other, and a... Oh, he spilled his caviar, because he needs Kate to get a stain out of his shirt. And I was like, oh, I told my mom that if anyone knew how to get stains out of shirts, it's definitely Kate. She's like, well, it'll have to be pre-washed or pre... No, pre-soaked, of course. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do that, sure. And it's like, no, dum-dum. She was wanting you to pre-soak the shirt. You can't even do that? When did Kate become your maid and not your stepmother? Like, she can do some things, but you gotta kind of start doing some stuff yourself. He is 17 after all, right? Right? He's 17 now? Uh, wait, she just said that he had a birthday and they took him to get tacos. So he must be 17 at this point. We already saw in season 4 his sweet 16 birthday. Sweet 16. Oh, I'm not going to go on that rant train again. <laughs> yeah, Kate feels like a glorified maid. Just, oh, I'm only good enough to, like, clean Rick's clothes and tell him to clean his room and... Taking him out to a restaurant for his birthday isn't good enough unless it's a fancy restaurant. It's like he's really making her feel really low and un- definitely unappreciated. Rick is making her, he's making <laughs> Evelyn a rack of lamb. And he knows Jack Diddley about making a rack of lamb. The thing he pulls it out of the grocery bag and it, it sounds frozen. It's like, dude, you need, because he's like, oh, let me see, it says to tenderize the meat. And he starts hitting it with a mat. You know, before he uses the mallet, he uses his hands. Like, he's giving it a massage or something. Just, like, tenderizing. Like, like you're not giving it a massage. And not to mention, it's frozen. I think you want it to thaw first. Why don't you pop it in the microwave on defrost? It's a huge, like, rack of lamb. I've never had lamb. I might have had lamb chops when I was, like, seven or eight. Uh, I'm not a big fan of lamb. Those poor lambs. I'm not a vegetarian, mind you. I love my bacon. I love my hamburger. I love my steak. But those baby lambs. That's what lamb chops are, right? Baby lambs. Otherwise, it'd be called a sheep chop. And it's not called a sheep chop. It's called a lamb chop. Or a rack of lamb. Oh, my God. The baby lamb had to die for Rick and his mother to eat it. Oh, my God. Even Marie has had enough of Rick's attitude in a way. Because she's like, you're going to make a mess. Then I'll have to clean it up. He's like, oh, no, Marie, I'll clean it. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh, yeah, that's like 
the 37th time you've said that. And now that you just said it just now, that makes 38. Alright, let's see, uh, let's hear uh, Edward put that last piece of the puzzle into the Mona Lisa. Complete the Mona Lisa puzzle. <laughs> the last piece! <laughs> it's all fin. Oh no! What? Oh no! What? What's wrong? It's a piece missing! What? Oh, come on! I thought it was on the floor! Oh, Didn't, no! The nose, right? Where have you seen Mona's eye? Her eye? Nope. Just a nose. Yep. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. I cook, I clean, I run errands, I do laundry. That is the <laughs> biggest laundry basket I've ever seen. Evelyn waltzes in here once a year, <laughs> takes them to a fancy restaurant in the theater so that she can get all the attention on Mother's Day. So what else is new? Well, I've made up my mind. I'm not going to be here. Honey, you can't do that. Rick is fixing dinner for all of us. Well, I'll just eat it in my room. What? Well, I feel a headache coming on, and it won't go away till Evelyn does. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, that couldn't be Evelyn. She's not due for another hour, and she's never been early in her life. But again, that sounds like her. <laughs> So Kate comes in. She's got this humongous. It's the the laundry basket's the size of a Saint Bernard. It's huge, most likely filled with Rick's clothes that he won't bother to put away, and he'll probably just like toss in some to some drawers. No, that's me. That's what I do because <laughs> my husband does the laundry and I do the dishes. It works out great. I suck at folding, and I don't like going into the basement. It's a great, great deal. I'm. Yeah. So, anyway, Kate's had enough. You know, she's cooking, she's cleaning, she's taking, you know, does his laundry. He said, Rick's 17, you're telling me that boy can't get his butt down to the laundry area and do his own laundry? Is he going to wait till he finds a girlfriend that will do his laundry for him? So she's just upset and she's like, well, I really don't want to be at this dinner. It just, it hurts too much. I'm going to skip it. I'm going to go take my dinner in my room then. And Edward's like, honey, you can't do that. You know, he's making this dinner for all of us. And she says how Evelyn comes in the town once a year to take Rick to some fancy schmancy restaurant and some culture exhibit or theater or whatever. And then Rick is on cloud nine in Evelyn town for... Oh, it just, it seems like he doesn't appreciate what she does. And poor Kate. And looks like Evelyn's showing up early, which is weird. Um, let me guess. She has been called back early to England where she lives. Or London, where she lives. Right? Is that what's going on? Let's find out. Edward? <sighs> Evelyn. Um, you may rise. Har har. I know I'm early, but I was hoping to spend a little extra time with Rick. Why? So, where is that wonderful son of mine? Uh, well, he's in the kitchen. Uh, but Richard! I'm, I'm not sure he wants... Richard! 
Mom, please don't come in here. This is a surprise. But, dear... No, no, Mom, please sit down. Dad will keep you company, won't you, Dad? No. Of course. But please hurry. <laughs> Busy in the kitchen, covered with flour, is he making a Mother's Day dinner for me? Can't put anything over on you, can you? <laughs> you know, he's quite a young gentleman. It must be those early years he spent with me. Evelyn, <clears throat> you know you're not the only one who should take credit for Rick. Oh, did someone leave the door open? I feel a chill in here. Oh, Evelyn, you're here. <laughs> oh, Katie. Kate. I can see we're going to have a great time tonight. I'm going to go upstairs and put on a tie. I shouldn't be more than couple hours yeah let's leave them together so they'll scream and fight and well, pull each other's hair out rick is still busy in the kitchen oh, do you <laughs> believe that boy making all this fuss over me oh, it's God, funny hurt. how a child can make you feel so special yes it's funny <laughs> Was gonna suck. What are you doing? Oh my god, he's gonna ruin it all. You don't know anything about cooking. Perfect. It looks like it's gonna be nasty. Kid! There are two stones in the house? You need oven mitts. This kid, I swear. Get the oven mitts, you're gonna burn your hand. There you go. What is it? Oh my gosh, it's covered. Okay, next step is to add the carrots and mushrooms into the salad, then toss thoroughly. Okay, yeah, he's gonna toss that all over the kitchen. Terrible. You're losing some of it on the floor, though. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, no. No! No! What are you doing? Why do you need the trash bag? Oh, my God. Oh, that's kind of... Yeah. Sure, I guess. Oh, yeah, let's add that dressing in there. <laughs> husband the count he's a duke whatever well i knew he was a royal something or other yeah. what oh my gosh did he cut himself i knocked over a pot of boiling water you burned him well, it's okay rick it's not too bad but well, i'll get some butter uh, no i cold water is the best thing is there anything i can do no mom it's okay don't worry kate's got it Mm -hmm. Of course, her being early, Rick comes out of the kitchen covered in flour, wearing an apron, and Evelyn kind of figures, like, oh, he's making a Mother's Day dinner for me. And he's like, Mommy, you're not supposed to be here yet. 
dad entertain her for a while. It's like, oh, So, Kate comes down, (laughs) makes a joke about, oh, is the door open? I felt a chill. Oh, it's just Evelyn. (laughs) And, you know, Edward is like, I don't want to be here with my ex-wife and my current wife because they're going to kill each other. So I'm going to go try and tie for the next two hours. Bye! As he escapes upstairs. Of course, we have Rick in the kitchen. He's trying to do, he's multitasking, trying to do a lot of things at once. Um, that rack of lamb is charred beyond edibility. Um, <laughs> he puts like some mushrooms and stuff into the salad and says to toss it so he starts tossing a little in the bowl and then he decides well forget that I'm gonna get this big old garbage bag dump the salad in there oh and let's dump this whole bottle of dressing and just shake 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 and then that's what we see of that um we don't however see he burned himself with some bottle or bottles, some boiled water, which this is the same kid who just took a hot dish out of the microwave without using an oven mitt. Uh, an oven mitt. And I'm like, no, no, you're going to, oh, my God. Okay, he needs to take home ec. Is he not taking home ec? Did he not take that in junior high and high school? Because this is, I mean, someone needs to be assisting this boy. He is going to burn that kitchen to the ground. And Kate just had that done a season ago. A season and a half ago. Oh, of course, Evelyn's like, oh, can you believe that boy making all of this fuss for me? And you see Evelyn's on one side of the couch and Kate's on the other. And Kate's like, oh, yeah, and she kind of looks away sadly. And it's just like, I'm, like I said, my heart goes out to, out to Kate. It really does. It just... <sighs> Can Evelyn recognize that Rick has two mothers, a biological mother and a stepmother? And it's not by accepting Kate doesn't mean that Rick's gonna love you any less. I mean, you see him once a year. I'm sure you call him on the talk on the phone all the time. But then again, this is like what 1987, so I can only imagine how much long distance, especially calling to another country. It was long distance in the 90s, expensive to call someone who lived 30 minutes from me. <laughs> I can only imagine trying to call out of the country. Make it quick, I can only talk for five minutes. <laughs> Every single word that Evelyn utters to Kate is such a dagger in her heart. Like, It's amazing how a child can just make one feel so special. Let's get to Rick here and kind of go over what exactly he's doing. I I brought up the whole tossed salad thing, right? Before that, he's tasting, I'm guessing this is like a sauce or something. Maybe for the rack of lamb that, maybe the sauce will help the grittiness. I don't know. But he's like, oh, it's almost perfect. And then he takes like five or six different seasonings, tips them upside down to put them into this sauce that he's making. I'm just like, dude, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, he says things that taste good, but kids don't have that palate yet that adults eventually get to know if something tastes good. I mean, kids will put together mac and cheese and peanut butter and jelly together in a sandwich and and, and potato chips and call that delicious. I Because they're children. <laughs> 
Rick's 17. I, I get, he is going to, you know, he really wants to make this special for his mom. But when he sips it and he says perfect and he's kind of smacking his lips, that look on his face does not say, mmm, that was appetizing. It's more like, this tastes like crap, but I'm going to serve it anyway because I love my mom. Now he's got like a hundred bells going on, you know, timers going off at once. He pulls something off of one of the stoves. There's like two of them. And he's like, oh, it's hot, hot, hot. It's like, where is your oven mitt, Mr. Richard Stratton? Because you need to be having one and you don't have one. Yes, this is where he pops open the microwave, thrusts his hands inside, and pulls out a glass dish that is probably extremely hot with his bare hands. Wow. Don't ever go to work in a kitchen, Rick. You will not survive. Chef Ramsay would be kicking him out on the first day with every single mistake he's making. I get it. He's doing it out of the goodness of his heart because he loves his mama, but come on now. He's got one, two, three, four, and if you count that dish in the microwave, there's like five dishes. Six if you count the tossed salad. This thing that he pulls out of, it's basically on a cookie sheet with aluminum foil. That rack of lamb is literally just charred with the, the bone, the rib bones showing out. And it's just, it's creepy looking. Alright, carrots and mushrooms, he's adding them, he's got them all finely chopped up, adding them to the salad, doing a little tossy-toss in the bowl with, you know, the fork and the spoon. He's like, you know what, no, I gotta go bigger, let me grab this garbage bag, puts the salad in there, has a whole thing of dressing, like, you know what, I'm just gonna dump the entire bottle in there and do a little shake, 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 (laughs) have this big old garbage bag, and I don't know if, uh, this thing turns out or not. I hope we get to see the dinner because I am curious to see everything that he made. He made like a six, seven course meal, this boy. Of course, Evelyn is telling Kate how amazing European men are. So much better than American men. And Kate's like, oh yeah, that reminds me. How's your husband, the Count? And Evelyn's like, he's a Duke. And I'm like, Whatever. I don't care. We don't have to see him. Oh, we don't have to see him. Great, because I didn't want to see him. But we hear a pan falls to the floor, and we hear Rick saying, Mom, Kate, come here, quick. For someone who got boiling water on their arm, I would be shrieking in pain. That would hurt. I don't know how much boiling water he put on his arm accidentally, but uh, he really needed to have somebody supervising him in the kitchen because this, it could have been a lot worse. He could end up, he could have ended up in the ER with a major third degree burn. He knocked over a pot of boiling water. And he's kind of, he's got his arm out where he's kind of showing like, the exposed area, Kate jumps right into action as she takes him over to the sink and gets cold water, which I believe, I guess that is what you're supposed to use, cold water. Evelyn was going to get butter. Is that like a homemade cure for a boiling water burn? And Kate's like, no, 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 cold water is best. 
And you see Evelyn kind of just watching Kate being so motherly. I mean, Kate jumped right in there and knew exactly how to handle things and what to do. And Evelyn's like, oh, is there anything that I can do? like yeah you can trust Kate that she can be a good stepmother to your son and stop bad mouthing her and maybe get her name right once in a while you know call her Kate and not Katie she's done that twice now in this episode yeah and when Evelyn asks if there's anything she can do Rick's like oh no mom it's okay Kate's got it and you just see Kate you know holding his arm under the cold water and not only that she's kind of patting his rubbing his back like it's gonna be okay I mean granted he's 17 years old but still she's just being very very caring and motherly I mean think about it Evelyn you're there once a year to see your son Kate is there all the time to take care of Rick's needs and wants Remember how I said in the fourth season how they were putting in like a little music cue or something? They're doing that here, but it's a different, shorter music cue. The one they used in season four just seemed like something you'd use like at the end of a serious moment or to end an episode or something like that. And it just, the music cue just didn't sound right. And that I think comes in like halfway through season four. So it looks like Evelyn is maybe looking at a picture of Rick when he was young in the living room. Rick tells me his hand feels much better. Oh, yes, just a little cold water. It's the latest wonder drug. Thank you for taking care of it. Oh, well, all in a day's work. I noticed when he was hurt, he ran to you. Well, I guess he's just used to my taking care of dumb little things. <laughs> I thought I was the one who took care of the dumb little things. You see him once a year. Oh? Well, I'm the mother who drops by occasionally to take him off for a weekend of fun and shopping. <laughs> rides in the limo, movies, the theater. Well, there's nothing wrong with having a little fun. I know. But you're the one who's raising him. <laughs> well, and... You're doing a wonderful job. Thank you. But all the good stuff was already there. I'm just helping it along a little. He's becoming a fine young man. Yeah, a lot like his father. No comment. <laughs> I know you don't mean that. Maybe not. Was this dinner your idea? No, no, Rick's. And if the lamb tastes a little burnt, pretend not to notice. Come and get it. Mmm, that smells good. Garbage egg salad. Lamb stew. Yeah, well, it started out as rack of lamb, but it got a little charred. <laughs> charred? It was cremated. <laughs> well, uh, this is your day, so if you don't mind, I'm going to go upstairs. Wait, wait. It's as much your day as it is mine. I wish you would stay. Do you mean that? Well, you're catching me on Mother's Day. I'm feeling sentimental. <laughs> Kate. Excuse me. Do one of you mothers want to call Mr. Stratton? <laughs> well, anybody feel like some dessert? Oh, no, oh, thanks. No. Oh, thanks. Good, because I forgot to make it. <laughs> you did just fine. Well, Mom, I had some help. We'd be sending out for pizza if Kate hadn't rescued the wreck of lamb. <laughs> That's rack of lamb. 
Dad, you didn't see it. Well, then, thank you, Kate. Never knew I liked stew with a charcoal flavor. <laughs> well, I think it's time for a Mother's Day present. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Thank you, sweetheart. Oh, a locket. Isn't it sweet? Oh, look inside. Oh, Richard, it's a picture of you. I can't remember getting a nicer gift. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, this has been quite a day. Yeah. Well, it's not over yet. I still have one more thing to do. Give a gift to Kate because... There we go. Kate, mm. this is for you. Oh. For me? Well, I'm you know, today is a special day for mothers. And I'm lucky enough to have two of them. <laughs> yeah. oh. <gasps> this is my favorite picture of you two. Oh, I lost it. Well, it wasn't exactly lost. You see, I stole it. <laughs> Kate, that'll look great in your office. No, no, I want to see it right here in the house. I want to see the men in my life right here on the piano. Aww. I'd do the same thing if I could find a big enough piano. <laughs> <laughs> You all through with this, too? Yes, yes thank, thank you. you. Uh-oh. What? 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 Something in that stew is looking at me. Ew, what is it? What are you talking about? Ha! It's Mona Lisa's eye! Oh, oh my gosh. It's the there. missing piece! Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, get in there. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, real quick before I go back to the beginning of this whole scene, the reason I'm like, oh no, because Edward found the eye that he needed, the missing piece to the Mona Lisa puzzle, and he goes to put it in there, and all of a sudden, of course, when he gets up from that table, his knee, like, knocks the table forward. And, of course, down goes the puzzle. I'm like, no! I did not expect that to happen. All right, let's go back to when Evelyn is looking at that picture. So, yeah, Kate comes in. She's getting the table set up for the dinner. And Evelyn, again, thanks her for helping Rick with his burn with the cold water. And Kate's like, well, it's the latest wonder drug cold water and yeah Evelyn's like you know when he was hurt he ran straight to you Kate and it's like if you think about it yeah Evelyn only comes in once a year to see her son to take him out you know she's like the fun mom who takes him out to all these activities and dinners and everything like that whereas Kate's around 364 times you know 365 days a year She's taking care of Rick and, and raising him and everything like that. I mean, even though she and Edward have only been married probably two years at this point, she still has been there since the first day that Rick showed up on Edward's doorstep. And she has been caring and, and everything to that boy. And Evelyn's like, I'm the, the one that takes him out for the fun little little adventures with, you know, the dinner and the hotels and the theater and the movies and the shopping. 
And Casey's like, well, there's nothing wrong with a little fun. And Evan's like, yeah, but you're the one who's raising him. And just he's, what a fine young man that he's turning out to be. And of course, Kate's like, yes, just like his father. <laughs> and of course, uh, Evelyn's like, no comment. So Evelyn asks Kate if the whole dinner thing was her idea. And Kate's like, oh, no, no, this was all Rick. Oh, by the way, if the lamb tastes a little like charred, just pretend like you don't notice and definitely don't say anything about it. <laughs> yeah. So actually, what happened with that charred lamb was it kind of improvised with it and uh, turned it into a stew. So I guess that sauce and that rack of lamb turned into a stew. Cool. Rick's got that tossed salad there. <laughs> Rick's like, oh, well, uh, the rack of lamb started, you know, came out a little charred. And uh, Marie's like, charred? That thing was cremated. <laughs> so Kate, of course, takes off her apron and says, well, I'm not going to interrupt your, you know, your day, your dinner with Rick and everything. So I'm going to go upstairs. And Evelyn's like, no, 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 wait. It's as much your day as it is mine. And I'd like you to share it with me. No, Evelyn's like, I want you to stay. And Kate's like, do you mean that? And Evelyn's like, well, it is Mother's Day, so you caught me in a sentimental moment. So well, everyone's had their dinner, and Rick's like, hey, anyone want dessert? And everyone's like, oh, no, 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 we're, we're full. And he's like, that's great, because <laughs> I didn't make any. <laughs> Evelyn says Rick, he cooked, and he, well, she doesn't call him Rick. She calls him Richard, that he made a nice meal. And he's like, well, I couldn't have done it all myself. Actually, Kate here, if she hadn't helped, we'd be calling out for pizza right now. So Rick gives his mother a locket. That's the gift that he got her. And of course, there's someone else that he got a gift for, too, as he hands a gift, a wrapped gift to Kate and gives her a kiss on the cheek. And it's just like, oh, my heart. <laughs> and it turns out it's a picture of Edward and Rick. <laughs> I don't know what episode it's from, if it's even from an episode. She's like, oh, I thought we lost this picture. And Rick's like, no, 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 you didn't lose it. I actually kind of stole it. <laughs> and she puts it right on the piano with all the other pictures. Kate's surprised, like, oh, for me, she takes the gift. And Rick's like, well, today is a special day for mothers, and I'm lucky enough to have two. Oh, he did not forget. He didn't forget. Oh, what a sweetheart. And she opens it. She's like, this is my favorite picture of you two. I thought you lost it. So is this a picture we'll see later? I kind of, I mean, not later, later. Clearly, it's got to be before season five, episode 17. But it's got to be somewhere in season five where Rick is holding Edward. <laughs> I got to wonder what that's about. I, I, I bet that's got to be some uh, from a scene that happens somewhere between season 5 episode 1 and season 5 episode 16 it's gotta be right <laughs> Edward's like okay that'll look great in your office you know I wanna I wanna put it here right on the is that are we right by the piano cause it's got other pictures on it she's like no I wanna see the two men in my life right here on the piano Aww. piano that's only been played once in season 4 that maybe it'll get played again one last time before the end of this show in season five? Maybe. Maybe. One can hope. So <laughs> everyone's like, oh, I'd do the same thing if I could find a big enough piano. 
Marie comes in, asks if um, everything's okay with the stew, and it turns out there's an eye. Something's looking. She's like, something's looking at me, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's in the? I actually thought there's like a creature in it or something. <laughs> no, it turns out it's the Mona Lisa eye, the missing piece that Edward puts in the puzzle and proceeds to knock that table over again and destroying the puzzle again for a second time. And that's how the episode ends, everybody. <laughs> this was a good episode, though. I liked it. So, yeah, I really liked this episode. I definitely want to give it... I'm gonna give it. A, I don't. I didn't find anything that I didn't like her about it. So I give it a five out of five trains. You know, I liked Kate and Evelyn kind of coming to an impasse there, and just you know, being like, "Hey, it's Mother's Day. Rick has two mothers. Let's both enjoy this day together." And you know, Kate helping out Rick when he burned his arm, and. Evelyn saying, you're helping to raise a good man. He's turning into a fine man because of how you're raising him. And also Rick in the kitchen. That was funny. I just seen him. I mean, he went to so much trouble to make such a perfect meal for his mom. And everything like that. And ever with that, that puzzle, it's just... <laughs> yeah, I thought that was cute. So, And Rick giving... Kate that gift. And it just oh it was sweet. I just I, I love this whole episode. Um Silver Spoonful for this one is gonna be Thank all the mothers in your life, whether they're your biological mother, your foster mother, your stepmother, your adopted mother, however you know however you look at it, whether it's your grandma or your aunt or your sister, whoever's a mother figure in your life. Your mother-in-law, excuse me, I gotta say that. Yes. Thank all of them. Because today is their day. And if you're a parent, then happy Mother's Day to you too. So, I guess I could be a m mother. Uh, you know, I have my fur babies with Quinn, my cat, and London, my rabbit, and Liesl, my hamster. <laughs> but I wanted to do this episode because I just, it's, right at, you know, it's a good time. I'm going to be ending the podcast this year. And I'm like, I want to hit Mother's Day on Mother's Day. So, all right. I, like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I definitely had a lot of fun covering it. If you want to, again, if you want to email the podcast, just Send an email to silverspoonspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Stay strong. Stay, stay healthy. Stay positive. We will get through this. Bye-bye, everybody.